You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are very welcome. I am Ahanu and as always, my lovely Angel Rose is with me. And as always too, we are engaged in a pretty deep conversation about the origins of humankind, but it goes further and this is actually very important and impacts you. You may never have thought about where you came from or where humankind in general came from. And if anybody was to listen back to our last few recent podcasts, we spoke about sovereignty and we spoke about how we value ourselves. Remember, we asked a question about our own self-value. And then we also asked a question about death. We've been looking at death lately. And in fact, just the most recent one asked a question about is the, uh, what was it again? Fear of death really its attraction. Is the fear of death really its attraction? Now, what's come up though, and why we want to bring this to you right now, is the question of the origin of humankind in the sense that we think that's all there is to us. And I know, for example, the other night we were looking at something, uh, maybe it was David Wilcock or somebody who was exploring the whole Anunnaki thing. And in fact, several years ago, we interviewed a gentleman who... Gerald Clark. Gerald Clark, exactly, who has written several books now about the Anunnaki and how they supposedly created the human all those years ago in Africa. And that ties in with the whole origin of our DNA, etc. But we're taking a, another step. And I'm venturing to say that here we are, the small human, thinking that that is the extent of us. And our own ego selves, and I mean ourselves, Angel Rose and Ahanu, we're looking to find out what is the actual origin of, of ourselves. So much so that when we did get back to the Anunnaki, we were saying, but that doesn't mean that's the origin of us. Who created them? And what about us prior to that? So it opened up a whole can of worms in terms of our bigger selves, the bigger picture. And then when we bring it all down, boil it all down to our present day, and we see the nonsense that's going on in politics, for example. And you've heard us speak about politics in the past only because it, it's representative of what's going on in our own heads. It's, it's us manifesting stuff out into the physical world. And then we're trying to make sense of it. And here's the thing, that the conclusion that I've come to. Several of them, but I'll try and roll them into one. And that is that if what's going on in the world, in the, in the earth world, is representative of the collective consciousness, then it shows me now how small we really are in our thinking, but how incredibly vast we are if we allow ourselves to open up to it. In other words, we think we are this body that's dealing with immigration issues and financial issues and banking issues and mortgage issues and insurance issues and relationship issues. And 
ourselves, our true selves, goes way beyond the origins of all of that and goes way out into an incredibly powerful being that actually created all of this at our bequest. So there's a lot more going on to this than meets the eye. And where it's also coming up is because Angel Rose is actually having some realizations also. They're ongoing, aren't they, Anna? They're ongoing. You never know what you're going to get when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> give, us, give us an example of it, Angel Rose. Give our listeners a taste of what happened this morning. What happened this morning? Well, first of all, let me back up to say that I rewatched the movie Contact last night with uh, Jodie Foster. Is it Jodie Foster who's I in don't know. it? I and was asleep. Matthew McConaughey. I mean, who can resist that? <laughs> I could. I was and asleep. You were asleep. But in rewatching it, I, I, it was wonderful because, you know, she has this experience and she goes out to the star system Vega and she's looking out at the, she's floating in the sea of stars and looking out at all the galaxies and the universe. And it was such a beautiful scene that they created. And her reaction to that in the movie was she was just awestruck. And if you can ever have an experience of God, that's it, really, to be out in that vastness. And But what it did for me was it reminded me also of how big and vast everything is. And that, again, like you said, we down here perceive ourselves as so tiny and small with all these concerns and troubles, forgetting that spiritually we're these incredible beings who are the universe. So along with that is, you know, when you think of things that you want to manifest in your life, the realization came to me this morning about our multidimensional selves. And any of our listeners who may have heard some of our earlier podcasts, there was a time we talked about quantum jumping, this method created by Bert Goldman. And it was a way to, you know, take yourself down into an alpha state of mind jump through a dimensional doorway to meet an alternative self of yours that may have achieved something you have not yet, but would have liked to. For example, you know, a successful self or an artist self or a financially prosperous self or healthy self, for example. So you would jump through these doorways to meet these alternative selves with the idea that by experiencing them in their other dimension where they're living, you're bringing back the frequency of them into your 3D life. Because really, what you can achieve is all about your frequency. You have to match the frequency of whatever it is you want to experience in order to have it manifest. So we can assume then, if we're not achieving certain things we desire, it's because we're not at that frequency. So when you jump into another dimension and meet a self of you that has achieved that, you're feeling their frequency, you're bringing it back with you. So I had the thought that there's certain things that I desire that I am aware of on this particular earth that I I have met some other aspects of myself here in body. Other women who I know are also me in, in a multidimensional self, and they have achieved things I haven't. And it only occurred to me today that I am manifesting 
certain desires, they're just not coming to me in this body. They're coming to another aspect of myself. So the answer seemed to be that awareness made me say, okay, I when I do my manifesting, I have to include this particular body that I'm in, this particular self of that I'm experiencing now. In other words, it's not about taking it away from another aspect of me. It's about also including this aspect of me. But that was a revelation to me because we don't often think of our other dimensional selves. Like, for example, when you're talking about the Anunnaki, uh, you know I'm fascinated with who I was back in certain time periods. I have pieces of it, but I don't have the whole thing. But I'm a bit obsessed with it now because it's bleeding into my sole purpose this mm-hmm. lifetime, and I want to understand fully who I was. Well, let's leave that bleeding discussion just for a few moments because we want to take a quick little studio break right here. And when we come back, we'll talk about that bleeding and those multidimensional cells. What if I bleed to death during the commercial? <laughs> and Gail Rose, you're going nowhere. You're staying right here with me. <laughs> Stay with me. You too. We'll be right back after this. Years of research, thousands of profound statements, hundreds of sessions, miles of transcripts, months of listening, a vast archive of personal power and spiritual awareness awaits you. Join worldofempowerment.com today, a website of practical spirituality for your fast-changing world. worldofempowerment.com all right, Ahano, I haven't bled to death. Thank God for our listeners. They can hear the rest of the story. Yes, we are talking about bleeding, though. We're talking about the bleeding through of uh, multidimensional cells into this one. Right. So let's just position this because it really is a follow-on, even though it might not seem so. It's a follow-on from this whole idea we were speaking about last week when we were talking about death. We think that death is the finite. And also from previous weeks where we were talking about self-value and self-sovereignty. So when we consider that we are only this body in this experience, in the small little ex, uh, experiences that we're having right here on earth, we are not really being self-sovereign because we're not embracing the full self. And when we begin to look at embracing the full self, which is all these multidimensional selves, we begin to feel what self-sovereignty feels like. Right. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we were watching another documentary of some sort on YouTube. I forgot the name of it. But they were discussing what scientists now believe about reality. And they were saying how they they thought one thing about it, and now they're finding out that there's parallel universes and, mm-hmm. and there's multiple parallels of the parallel yes. and that we have aspects of ourselves that are living in all those other dimensions Mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. Why I think this is important is because this goes for positive selves as well as negative selves. And I'll tell this brief story that, you know, when I was a young, younger woman back in the day when my children were smaller, I was surrounded by people who did drugs and smoked pot and I've never been interested in any of that. Mm-hmm. And there was one day I asked myself, why am I surrounded by these people? Why are they in my life like this? Well, we did a quantum jump one time, and I went in for the purpose of exploring that. And didn't I meet a self of mine 
that was addicted to heroin. And I thought, oh, now I understand. Okay, so what do you do when you're given that information? You realize that you have the power to heal these other parts of you. So there, there is a quantum jump called a reverse jump where you can bring an unhealed part of you into a doorway and, and do some healing on it. And that's a beautiful concept. It the is. The fact that you can heal these other otherworldly, let's call them otherworldly aspects of yourself, but equally they can heal you. Right. And I think, like you say, you know, watching movies like Contact or even Simone, remember how you loved that movie, mm-hmm. Simone? Mm-hmm. People need to go see that where everything was a pixel and, and the guy could create her any way he wanted and uncreate her any way he wanted. And the truth is, is that there's a lot of truth to that. Mm. We really do have the magnificent ability to redesign ourselves in all sorts of ways and see the effects of it show up in, in our 3D reality, which is really what our 3D reality is. As, as Babaji reminded me this past week, Babaji said to me, you, you've noticed that you've, you've manifested things, right? And I said, yes, I notice. And he said, some, some things you manifest immediately. Other things take a little longer. Some might take months, some might take years. But you can see how your intentions or your thoughts have created a reflection in your 3D reality. And I said, yes, I see that. And he goes, well, that just proves that you're living in a thought world. In other words, that what the 3D world is, is really just the outpicturing of our thoughts and desires. And if we really, really understood that, we could put our hand through the wall of a house or anything solid, knowing that it was a thought wave. It's only a thought wave that we're creating. But how incredible it is that we can make it look so solid and put definition to it in form by the power of our minds. Mm-hmm. So I think what we all come up against is our own, like you said, our own limited perceptions of what we think reality is and what we think is possible for ourselves within that reality. Okay, so if you if you take that too and you translate it over to what we're watching happening in the world now on the political scene and, and really the insanity, Ahanu, of, of the lies and the immaturity that we're seeing in, in people's emotional reactions and the way they're doing things, how small. Uh, and so that's why I go and I, you know, something said to me last night, go, go watch contact again. And, and I know why now, because I had to remove myself also out of my small perception and go into this vastness yes. of the universe and remind myself we are that. Yes. And interestingly enough, just a few weeks ago, we didn't realize what we were touching on when we were telling the story of how a friend of ours in our little spiritual group that we have here, when he said, I love Donald Trump. Now, we're not going political here, just to refresh your minds or for anybody who may not have heard that podcast. It was a guy who actually didn't agree at all with the politics of the US administration right now. But he volunteered to say, I love Donald Trump simply because he realized that this was an aspect of himself that was playing out in the world. And it was an immature, crazy aspect of himself that was acting out. And he had to love it in order to forgive it. This was really where he was coming from. And I think he changed his mind the following week. Didn't uh, he? <laughs> he may have done. But be serious for a moment. What, mm. what he, he was actually being, 
he was tapping into his big self when in saying that by realizing that what was going on in the world, even though we might think it external and we might criticize it, he was recognizing that it was an aspect of himself that needed to be resolved and needed to be healed or needed to grow up or needed to become more mature. And therefore, by forgiving it, he was resolving it. Now, it's that that we're tapping into now. It's that that we're when we look now at the issues that are going on, whether it's poverty or starvation or North Korea threatening a nuclear weapon or whatever, anything that's going on there is that aspect of us that is begging to be resolved from the higher place. It's begging to be integrated into the bigger self. Right. Yeah. And that's right, a beautiful and, thought. Right. And we do need to, when we, when I see, I always describe the political administration today as, as an adolescent ego centered administration. And so what, in order for us to grow out of that, we really do have to shift over to the fact that of, we got to go to a much bigger self, a mm-hmm. much bigger self that is capable, more mm-hmm. mature, non-reactive, communicative uh, with the with the goal of global unity. And I'm not talking about one world order. I'm not talking about that sort of domination. We're talking about co- multidimensional. Yeah, we're talking about diversity, keeping our diversity, keeping our creativity, but, but doing things, coming up with solutions where everybody benefits and and affirms, you know, the eternal creators that we are. Not this small-minded, I have to have control over you, I have to own you. None of that, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about that. But that comes from the realization that we are more than this physical body. We're more than this living in this home, in this community, in this city, in this country. Right. More than the, the labels that we're applying to ourselves all of the time. That's right. And with that realization comes an incredible release and a little taste of real self-sovereignty. Right. Of being invincible. Yes, Being invincible, thing. but be, could you imagine if we all collectively woke up to that realization, uh-huh, we, we would all be behaving very differently. We would indeed. Let's leave you with that thought of invincibility. Okay, Ahano. Uh-huh. We love you. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.